on this week's Rocket Ship Business Academy podcast, The Problem with Thought Leadership. Hey there, welcome to the Rocket Ship Business Academy podcast, the podcast for business founders working every day to scale their business and turn their biggest visions into reality. I'm Steve August. I am a serial entrepreneur who took his first startup from idea to successful multi-million dollar exit. I've sat in the founder CEO seat and I know the good, the bad, and the ugly of the founder's journey firsthand. Since 2017, I've been coaching other founders, helping them build rocket ship businesses. In this podcast, I'm sharing my hard-won lessons, taking your questions, and supporting you in your biggest challenges in becoming the CEO your company needs. Ready to light this candle? Then let's hit today's episode. Hey there, welcome. It's good to be back with you on this week's episode of the Rocket Ship Business Academy podcast. I'm Steve August. Good to be with you. So this week, I want to talk about the problem with thought leadership. So I've had a few conversations with first-time founders over the past week. Some of them have been prospects, some of them have been current clients. And a conversation goes something like this. I say, okay, uh, so here are your sales goals. What's your strategy to build your pipeline and your sales? And I have more than once gotten the answer back. Well, mainly we're going to do our thought leadership. We're going to present from stage. We're going to do a lot of content marketing. And that's our strategy. And you may ask yourself, wait, 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 wait. What could possibly be wrong about thought leadership as a sales strategy? Well, there's nothing wrong with thought leadership itself. The thing is, thought leadership isn't actually a strategy. It's an ingredient or an important element of your strategy or how you build out your customer flywheel. And I see this especially with first-time founders, and I remember it myself when I was doing my first startup, and especially for your, your type V visionary founders and your type E expert craftsperson founders, the idea of getting up and talking about the bold vision if you're a visionary or the amazing leap of, of what your, your system or product can do um, for experts is compelling but it what it does do is it may garner you some attention what it doesn't necessarily do is get people to get into your pipeline and get through your pipeline and get through your journey and that's a really big part of understanding what you need to do especially as a first-time founder for a b2b business of how do you how do you go from this idea of, hey, I can pitch people on a small scale or even on from a bigger stage, but then what happens next? And guess what? There's only so many stages. And even if you do content every week, there's, you know, there's an important element that's missing. So here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about what does thought leadership really get you? What it doesn't get you? What kind of uh, the idea of a customer flywheel and what you need to build it, and then what's the critical step to maximize the impact of the thought leadership you do. So let's start with number one. What thought thought leadership gets you? What thought leadership gets you is initial attention, it gets you credibility, and it gets you, depending on the stage or where you're coming from, some authority as well, right? It gets you to be an expert on the subject, and that's, that's huge, right? Part of the the process of getting somebody 
a prospect from somebody who is a total stranger to somebody who's a loyal user is having them be able to draw on, oh, okay, this person has some authority or this company has some authority. They seem like they know what they're talking about. Uh, they're on stages that that I admire or they're talking with gurus that I admire or podcast hosts that I'm, whatever it happens to be, right? That gets you an important element of the puzzle to win a customer over. But here's what it doesn't get you on its own, right? It doesn't get you that consistent ability to get people step by step over the part of, or through the journey. Like if you don't have a strategy around, okay, here's step one. They're a total stranger. They have a pain. Um, they're not looking for your solution. They just have a pain and they want a solution for their pain. That's step one. Can you grab them there? And then can you move them step by step through the customer journey from whatever the the steps are in your journey from, hey, I, I just found out about this. I'm going to do a little research. I might do a demo. I might do a, a 30-day trial. Uh, I might get on the phone. Whatever the, your next step is, knowing what that next step is that you want to take people on and giving them a clear path to do that. Thought leadership on its own doesn't give you that. It just gives you the credibility for them to show up. And if you don't have that consistent next step or that consistent ability to get them and attract them so that they can be in position to um, consume your, your thought leadership, then you're going to find that, and this is the pattern that I found and a lot of people, a lot of founders that I coach say, hey, I went on the stage, we got a burst of interest, then you know, a certain percentage of those people actually did anything and then a, per, you know, a certain percentage of those people actually you know, went all the way through and became a customer, but it was really small and now we have to do it all over again and there's not an event. Um, and that's, that's what it looks like, right? It's, it's not the whole process. So what do you need in order to like leverage that thought leadership so that it actually does turn into prospects and customers and fills your pipeline? Well, I like the idea of a customer flywheel. And a flywheel is something that you build that is an ongoing thing that once you build it has kind of its own momentum. And what it is is a flywheel, you attract people at their moment of pain and the moment of interest, and you bring them on to the, whatever the next step is, demo, download, uh, call, whatever it is, trial, whatever it is, to the next step, which is, okay, did they get what they wanted out of it? to the next step of now they buy, to the next step of now they're loyal and they're hopefully singing your praises. And we need certain parts of that flywheel to be really functioning in order to enable the others. And that is obviously, can you consistently attract people or find the people or go go talk to the people that are the ideal people for where you are right now at this stage? And if you can do that repeatedly and do it outside of the 10 poles of events or, or talks or things like that, now you've got a flywheel that will spin every day and bring you customers. And so what um, thought leadership, again, that the role it plays in that is to give people what they need from a credibility standpoint to keep going to the next step or to take the first step, whatever it happens to be. So building that flywheel is super important. So the absolutely critical the absolute critical step to maximize the impact of your thought leadership is to understand where it fits in in, the, in in whatever step that customer is in. So if they're in the initial, hey, I have pain and I'm searching for an answer for, 
for my pain because what I've got right now isn't working and it's preventing me from getting doing the things I want, getting the results I want. So as we I always say, no pain, no sale. It always has to start with the pain. They find a solution and they're like, wait a minute, this, these people actually, you know, have some legitimacy. They have, I, I see what they're doing. I see, I like the way they think. Like that's, that gets you that, uh, gets them to take the next move. And that's what um, you need to always do is the critical step is to always know what the critical, what the next step is for your customer at any given stage. So a demo um, stage or download or trial stage, what what kind of thought leadership do they need at that point? So at the, the first step, it might be, hey, I need, I just want to make sure they understand my pain. At the second point, it's like, oh, they actually know uh, the ins and outs of like, how to implement this stuff and where are the gotchas and, and 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 how to support this. And so thought leadership is just the thing that keeps people turning, you know, and, and coming through the, the journey, coming through the flywheel and keeps giving them the reassurance that they're in the right spot, that they're 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 putting their trust in the right organization, the right people, the right leaders. And that's what thought leadership is. That's where your your thought leadership has the most impact. So that's the big thought for today. So um, thought leadership is great, but it isn't a strategy on its own. That's the lesson here. So if you need thinking or, or support and building out your uh, flywheel and, and building your, your customer pipeline, then give me a shout, Steve at steveaugustcoaching.com. Uh, we have a lot of interesting programs. I have my 2X Accelerator. I have my one-on-one coaching on these kinds of topics to get you where you need to go in as short as time as possible. So give me a shout, steve at steveaugustcoaching.com. Hope you're having an awesome week. I'll be back again next week and look forward to speaking with you then. That's a wrap for this episode of the Rocket Ship Business Academy podcast. Thanks for listening. Do you have a question or issue you'd like support on? Then write to me at steve at steveaugustcoaching.com and I'll include it into one of my upcoming episodes. And if you're a founder working to scale your business, be sure to follow me on LinkedIn and visit my site, steveaugustcoaching.com for more insights. See you soon.